I was pondering over a verse in Surah Yunus where Musa alayhi salam, when his people are trapped and when they think that there is no hope, he has a very powerful verse here and it really, it struck me and it caused me to go down a bit of a thought process. Musa said to his people when they lost all hope, Musa said that, Ya qawmi, O my people, in kuntum amantum billahi fa'alayhi tawakkalu in kuntum muslimin. O my people, if you have iman in Allah, then put your tawakkul in Him if you are Muslims. It's such a powerful phrasing that your iman and your Islam is linked to your tawakkul. And this is said at a time when Fir'aun is behind them, the Red Sea is in front of them, they think khalas, it is all gone, they're the lowest of the low. And Musa comes and says, if you have iman, where is your tawakkul? If you have Islam, show me that tawakkul. And this caused me to think about so many other verses in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly links iman in him with the concept of tawakkul. Like it is intrinsically linked. You cannot have iman, real iman, except that it will be manifested in tawakkul. For example, the very first verses of Surah Al-Anfal that and then how does it end? The believers are only those. There is exclusivity here. You cannot be a believer unless these characteristics apply. And then Allah lists two or three things. And then He says, and they put their tawakkul in Allah. And of course, it is very clear in the Quran. Both of them are mentioned. If you have iman, you will put your tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The concept of tawakkul, there have been many khutbas, many lectures about this, and we should always remind ourselves of this reality. In the famous hadith in Sahih Bukhari, the regular dua of the Prophet sallallahu before going to sleep, he would say uh, that, Allahumma laka aslamtu wa bika amantu wa alayka tawakkalt. Once again, this direct connotation. Ya Rabb, I believe in you and I submit to you and I have tawakkul in you. Look, Iman, Islam, tawakkul, literally put together in one phrase just like with the Prophet Musa. Iman, Islam, tawakkul, all put together. But why? Why is tawakkul so important that it is directly linked to Iman in Allah such that Musa is saying in kuntum amantum billahi if you believe in Allah it's a rhetorical he knows they believe it's a rhetorical right they know they believe he knows they believe he is saying if you have Iman show me that tawakkul why is it so intrinsically linked if you look at the Quran the reason also becomes clear and that is the following that the reality of tawakkul it stems from Iman in Allah and the methodology of tawakkul, it stems from iman in the sharia of Allah. So, the haqiqah of tawakkul, the reality of tawakkul, you don't need to have a lot of knowledge of the Quran and Sunnah. If you know who is Allah, you will have tawakkul. But how do you do tawakkul? You need to have some knowledge of the sharia, right? And I'm going to get to this point. As I'm saying, the reality of tawakkul, haqiqah tawakkul, it is linked to iman. Why and how? Because if you know who Allah is, then automatically tawakkul will come from that. And that's why in the Quran, in multiple verses, Allah links the concept of tawakkul to him and his names and his attributes directly. If you know who is Allah, automatically you will have tawakkul in him. So for example, Allah says in the Quran, 
قل هو ربي لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت He is my Rabb لا إله إلا الله توكل in him Notice how clear also in the other verse وتوكل على الحي الذي لا يموت Another name of Allah الحي Put your tawakkul in الحي The one who never dies Also in the Quran فتوكل على العزيز الرحيم Put your tawakkul in al-aziz, al-rahim, al-ladhi yaraka hina taqoom, the one who sees you, and the one who sees when you're standing and praying, and the one who knows everything. So the concept of who is Allah, that Allah is al-hay, Allah is al-aziz, Allah is al-rahim. In Surah Tabarak, Allah Azza wa Jal says, قُلْ هُوَ الرَّحْمَانُ آمَنَّا بِهِ وَعَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْنَا Once again, the notion of Allah's names and Allah's attributes being linked to the tawakkul in Allah. Why and how? Because if you know that Allah is Al-Aziz, Allah is Al-Qawi, Allah is Al-Sami' if you know that Allah Azza wa Jal is Rahman and Rahim, when you recognize who is Allah, automatically none of the makhluq has what Allah has. None of the makhluq has the control, the knowledge, the power. So then how can your heart go and be attached to a makhluq when it is Allah who is the Rabb, Allah who is the Ilah, Allah who is the Aziz, Allah who is the Hay. Every Every other being is not al-hay. They are going to die. How can you put your tawakkul in a makhluq that is going to die? So when you know who is Allah, automatically your heart will have tawakkul in Him because only He has the characteristics of the one whom you put your trust in. And that's why Allah Azza wa Jal, one of His names is Al-Wakil, which means the one you do tawakkul il. The one you do tawakkul, He is Al-Wakil. That's one of the names of Allah. Ni'mal Mawla wa Ni'mal Nasir. There is no Wakil other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as I said, a knowledge of Allah, when you understand the names and attributes of Allah automatically, it's like, I mean, giving you a simple example of this dunya, and of course, to Allah belongs the most perfect example. I'm not trying to compare. But imagine that there is a, I mean, just imagine a scenario where, I don't know, somebody's drowning. You have a qualified swimmer. He knows how to save. And you have a child. Who do you think is going to save this person? Who do you think is going to jump in and save the qualified swimmer, the Olympic gold medal? You put your, your iman, not iman trust, but a non-Muslim trust. You get my point. You get my point here. When you understand Allah is infinite in his qudra, in his sam'a, in his rahma, in his quwa, in his hayat. Allah Azza wa Jal, who is Allah? How can your tawakkul not go to him? So that is why the concept of tawakkul is directly linked to iman. And if you don't have iman, then you will not have tawakkul. So not having tawakkul is not just a, a weak iman. To be honest, it is a lack of iman. And that's why it is so intrinsically linked. If you have iman, where's your tawakkul? If you have Islam, show me your tawakkul. So I said, the reality of tawakkul comes from aqidah, from iman. As for the haqiqah or as for the methodology of tawakkul, this we need to know the sharia. Why? Because it is possible theologically, if we were to not know the sharia, it is possible still believing in Allah and fully understanding Allah to say, okay, tawakkul means Allah will take care of me and I do nothing. If somebody says this, aqidah-wise, his belief in Allah is still strong, but his knowledge of the sharia is weak. Right? It's not affecting his iman in Allah Azza wa Jalla. If he thinks that, you know what, I'm just going to sit back and Allah will do everything, that's haqiqat tawakkul. But we know from the sharia, this is not tawakkul. Our knowledge of the sharia tells us, 
When we know the seerah of the Prophet when we study the hadith and the sunnah, then we realize that the methodology of tawakkul is different than what I have just given as an example. And that methodology is that tawakkul has nothing to do with the outer limbs. It is only in the heart. Tawakkul is not shown in your outer actions. It is only manifested in your iman. You do everything as if there is no tawakkul, but your heart does everything as if there's nothing but tawakkul. This is the perfection of our iman. Our outer body, our uh, methodologies, how we want to get somewhere, what we do to get to our goal. It is as if there is no qadr, as, as if that is all in our hands. But in our hearts, our tawakkul is not in the action. Our tawakkul is not in the effort. Our tawakkul is in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is understood. The famous, you all know the Bedouin, Ya Rasulullah, should I leave my camel or and, uh, uh, should I tie my camel or should I put my tawakkul in Allah? The same dichotomy, right? It's understood because it is possible. It would not be against theoretically aqidah if we were taught, no, no, you should leave it and Allah will take care. Because Allah is ala kushayn qadir. But our sharia has come and every prophet has shown and the entire Quran has demonstrated and the seerah of every Nabi and Rasul, especially our Prophet sallallahu has shown that the reality of tawakkul does not affect our actions. And this is the reality of Musa when he is running away from Fir'aun and he's taking precautions. Our Prophet in the hijrah, so many things he's taking, the story of the hijrah you all know. And yet when he is in the ghar and when uh, Abu Bakr says to him they might catch us that's when he says Allah Azza wa will take care of us tawakkul is coming from the heart the actions are there hiding in the cave three days the cave is logistically located right making sure the food is coming covering the tracks hiring a, a trustworthy guide every aspect of the haqiqah of this world and how it operates but then the heart is attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the reality of tawakkul it does not affect our actions it only affects the qalb and that's what we learn in the hadith the famous hadith of Tirmidhi our Prophet sallallahu said, if you were to put your tawakkul in Allah, the way that Allah deserves that you put tawakkul in Him, He would give you your rizq like He provides the birds their rizq. Then He gave the beautiful example. They leave their nests early in the morning hungry and they have tawakkul. And they come back in the evening with their stomachs full. Our scholars have commented, this is the perfect analogy. The bird's tawakkul was demonstrated not in them sitting in their nests and thinking that grain is going to fall on them. No. They leave their nests every morning. This is a biological fact. They don't know where they're going to get their grain from. They have no idea. But they leave early in the morning because they need to put in the effort. They don't oversleep until 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. or whatever. They leave early at Fajr. As you know, that's the birds start chirping around dawn. And they're flying around all day long looking for the rizq. So they put in the effort. And then at the end, what happens? They come back to their nests full. This is the reality of tawakkul. We put in the effort, but our hearts are attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Final point. Because tawakkul is linked to iman. So when we have tawakkul, and when it is manifested in our qalb, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves this. Inna Allah yuhibbul mutawakkilin. Allah loves this because you have demonstrated to Allah, what have you demonstrated? That you have iman. When your qalb is mutma'in, when your qalb is completely resigned, tawakkal means you assign your heart to Allah. You leave your affair to Allah. When Allah sees that tawakkul in you, inside of you, 
then Allah loves this because you have demonstrated you have iman. And when Allah Azza wa Jal loves you, what is going to happen? وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ Right? Whoever puts his tawakkul in Allah, Allah will take care of him because Allah Azza wa Jal loves that person. So it is a loop here. When you have iman, it will demonstrate tawakkul. When you have tawakkul, Allah Azza wa Jal will give you what you want. So inshallah, the more we learn about Allah's names and attributes, the more we think and ponder about the reality of Allah Azza wa Jal uh, and his asma sifat. And also, of course, qadr. I didn't want to go there, but. Tawakkul and Qadr are intrinsically linked as well because that's the reality of belief in Allah. Then it will be manifested in Allah's blessings on us and in Allah taking care of us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us iman and ikhlas and yaqeen and tawakkul. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to taste the fruits of tawakkul in this world and the next. Wazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allah la ilaha illa huwa al لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض من ذا الذي يشفع عنده إلا بإذنه يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يحيطون بشيء